Hello, Bridge Builders! I'm here with some exciting news. The first volume of interviews is now available on Amazon.com. The link can be found at eatlunchandboardgame.com. I promise that all proceeds from sales of this book will go right back into this podcast and channel. Whether that is new and better audio equipment for the podcast, or video equipment for the YouTube channel, or even more games to review, the money will not be wasted. Click over to Amazon and get your copy of Eat Lunch and Board Game, the first course today. And thank you for supporting the show. This episode is sponsored by Fortuna Games, STL. Owners Will and Ashley have a quaint shop here in St. Louis City. They have lots of Magic the Gathering and Pokemon cards on hand, as well as board games and accessories, like card sleeves that I am always ranting about. Use coupon code ELABG10 for 10% off your purchase. If you don't see what you're looking for on their website, fortunagames.net, just email them and see if they can get it for you at fortunagames at gmail.com. Fortuna Games, for all your lunchtime board gaming needs. Seven Wonders is one of my favorite lunchtime games of all time. I have played it probably close to 100 times. I did a very long 18-minute podcast episode on it a long time ago. It was actually the third episode of this show. At the time, I covered all the expansions that I had, which was all of them except Babel. I still have not purchased Babel. I just do not have any interest in it. But the completionist in me is calling to procure it. I am not going to lie. After writing that sentence, I went and looked into buying it. And it seems to be about $30, as it is not in production right now. Anyway, this episode is a talk about the two newest expansions, Armada from 2018 and Edifice from 2023. I purchased Armada right around the time of the start of the pandemic. I was excited to have the time to learn it and play it when we all went back to the office. Seven Wonders was one of our favorite games to play at lunch. Well, as you can guess, we never went back to the office... I changed jobs, as many of my former co-workers have done, and Armada just sat on my shelf of expansion shame. Earlier this year, Edifice was released. I immediately delved into finding out if it was compatible with my version of Seven Wonders. They released a second edition back in 2020 with new artwork. This changed the card backs, so you cannot combine the editions. When I found out that it was compatible, because there are no new cards, which is a rarity in the Seven Wonders expansions... I couldn't wait to buy it. Well, it came out during Lent, and for Lent this year I gave up buying new games and expansions. Of course, Edifice was released right at the start of Lent this year, so I had to look at it on the shelf of the game shop every time I went. I tried to limit how often I went to the game shop to limit my temptation. With the Easter holiday behind us, I went to Fortuna Games on Easter Monday and made my first new purchase. Luckily, I was able to wrangle my gaming buddies into playing both expansions in the same night. Was the wait for Armada nearly three years worth it? Was Edifice worthy of being the first new game bought since Easter? Answers are given. Just keep listening. Welcome back to Lunch and Board Game. I'm your host, Adam Collins. Let's take a look at the rule clarity for Seven Wonders Armada and Seven Wonders Edifice. Do not be intimidated by the size of the rules for Armada. 
It is 12 pages long, and it looks way more complicated than it truly is. Believe me, that was the first impression my group and I had when I busted out the rules. Luckily, they stuck with me as I delved into reading them. The rules are very straightforward, and as with the other expansions and the base game itself, they are quite clear. Examples are strewn throughout, making things even easier to understand. Edifice, on the other hand, has a small four-page bifold rulebook. Again, it is very clear and easy to understand. It was so much less intimidating than Armada that we decided to play it right after cleaning up Armada. Time to explain to newcomers. It takes about 10 minutes to explain Armada. There are a few new components, mainly the stockyard boards and island cards, that need some explanation. These can be explained while setting them up. Edifice takes about 6 minutes to explain. There are only a few new mechanics to explain, and they are quite simple. Gameplay. I have the first edition of Armada, and I will cover these rules. The reason I have this edition, the artwork matches. The second edition looks as though there are a few changes. One big change, the second edition, includes a Wonderboard Syracusa. I have to purchase this board separately, which you know I have, and I'm waiting on it to be delivered. Armada requires more setup than the standard game. Armada cards need to be added to each age. There are eight per age included, so you add one per player to each age. This will give each player eight cards per age instead of seven. Each player also needs one of the new shipyard boards along with one of each color ship of red, green, blue, yellow. For those of you observant ones, that color scheme matches the color of the cards. Place a ship in the first spot of its associated track at the bottom of the board. Finally, separate the island cards by their backs and shuffle each deck and place them in the middle. The game then proceeds as normal until the end of the first round. However, during the age, when you play a non-resource card, which are the brown and gray cards, so if you do not play a brown or gray card, you have the option to pay an additional resource or resources on the shipyard board called the Naval Construction Cost to advance your ship in that track. For instance, you can play a red army card like normal, but then pay an extra wood to advance your ship one space on the red track. You know the cost based on what resources are shown on the line in front of your ship. Each of the shipyard boards have different construction costs. Also, pay attention to which color has the wonder icon on it. You can advance your ship in this track with the corresponding color card or when building your wonder. The middle of the track shows you the benefit or effect gained from advancing in this track. In this way, the boards are identical. These could be coins, naval fleets, island cards, etc. At the end of the round, normal conflict, or ground conflict as it is now called, takes place where armies are compared to your left and right and win and loss tokens are distributed. Now, naval conflicts resolve. These are quick and easy. There is a handy reference card to help. The player with the weakest naval army receives the negative token of the round. The player with the highest level naval fleet receives the highest value token of the round and second place is awarded. It is worth noting that the positive points and the negative points increase each round. Ties require a little more work for the winners, but tied for the weakest is simple. All weakest naval fleets receive a negative token. When a player advances their green boat to level 2, 4, or 6, that player then receives an island card. 
The player takes the top four island cards, selects which one to put into play, and shuffles the rest back into the deck. These will have benefits such as adding naval fleets, advancing boats, or other beneficial effects. There are a few other minutiae included. As with any good Seven Wonders expansion, a new set of iconography is used, and this will slow your first game down. After the third age is complete, score the game as normal, but add in points from the island cards and the shipyard boards. That is Armada. Edifice requires some extra setup as well. First, separate by age, depicted by the number in the upper right corner, the 15 Edifice cards. Select one at random from each age. Place them in the middle project side up. This is the side that is not in color. Next, place the participation tokens on each edifice card based on the chart in the rules. The amount changes based on player count. Set the new debt tokens nearby. Setup is now complete. As I mentioned, there are no new cards to be added to the decks. The edifice mechanic is the only new thing. Each of the edifice cards start on the project side. The upper left shows a cost. Once per age, when a player builds their wonder, they can pay the cost shown on the project side of the card. They take a participation token from the edifice card and at the end of the age gain the benefit. But here's the catch. There are not enough participation tokens for every player to have one. So they are first come, first served. In the lower left of each card, the benefit of that project is shown. In the lower right, the penalty if that project is not completed is shown. To complete a project, all the participation tokens must be taken during the age, but only one per player. If the project is completed, any player with a token receives the reward shown. Anyone without, well, they don't get it. However, if it is not completed at the end of the age, each player without a token suffers the penalty shown in the lower right corner, and these can be brutal. They could be things like discarding a red card, or a green card, or a gray card, or losing money. If the project is not complete, any player with a participation token does not suffer the penalty. They just do not receive the benefit. Now, if for some reason you cannot pay the entire penalty, a debt token is taken at corresponding to the age. For example, if the penalty is to discard a red card and you do not have one, you take a debt token. If the penalty is to lose five coins and you have only three, you keep the three coins and take the debt token. The debt tokens are straight up negative points at the end of the game and they cannot be gotten rid of. At the end of the game, the scores are tallied as usual and the points minus the debt from the edifice expansion is included. Replayability. Well, let's just say as soon as we wrapped up our first game of Armada, my group wanted to reset the game and play again. We did not do that, only because I wanted to read and try to get a game of Edifice in too. Armada adds new cards and new shipyard boats. This makes you want to play it again just to try and do it better. I did not play the expansion well until about the end of the Second Age, <laughs> but by then I realized I had majorly screwed up and that I was not going to win this game. There is plenty of replayability in Armada. As for Edifice, you only see three of the 15 cards. You would have to play the expansion at least five times to see all the cards. This expansion I paid better attention to and I was able to win the game. I did want to play again immediately with three new cards, 
but it was late. Again, there's plenty of replayability in Edifice. Component quality. Both Armada and Edifice have incredible production value. The shipyard boards are nice heavy cardboard like the standard wonder boards. The plastic ships from Armada and the participation tokens from Edifice are nice molded plastic. All the cards match the quality from the original games and both expansions fit seamlessly in with existing expansions and the base game. Score pads are included with both expansions that allow you to play with the base game and yes, all the expansions, which is on my list of things to try to get in yet this year. A game of seven wonders with every expansion that I have. Lunchtime Potential Even with the additional cards, boards, pieces, battles, mechanics, etc., the game still can be played in less than an hour. Both expansion boxes list the playtime as 40 minutes, as does the base game box. We learned and played both new expansions in about two hours. To reiterate, it is completely playable in a lunch hour. Artwork. A lot of artists from the base game have returned for the expansions. I had the first edition of Armada, so my artwork differs slightly from the second edition. I do love the artwork as I have from the beginning of this franchise. Expansions. Well, these are the expansions. Which I now realize this is the first episode dedicated to looking at just expansions. Bang for the buck. Seven Wonders carries an MSRP of $35. It does come with a lot of new components for that price. The new shipyard mechanic will add loads of replayability to a game that I already have played close to 100 times. Sadly, I was not tracking all my gaming when I first started playing at lunch. Seven Wonders was one of the more popular games in my office pre-pandemic, so this is worth the money if you're a Seven Wonders fan. And it can be found for cheaper, but you know that. Seven Wonders Edifice retails for $30. Again, it comes with high-quality pieces, and I feel that this expansion could be expanded upon further. I like this expansion a lot, maybe because I ran away with the game, but it, too, is worth the money. Summary. Antoine Bauza, the designer of the original base game, returns as the designer for both of these expansions. I believe that is why all the expansions always seem to work so well and fit so flawlessly with the base game. Each of the expansions that I have played adds something new, innovative, and fun to the game. Armada and Edifice are no exception. Other than Babel, I have bought and played every expansion and I have never been let down. Both Armada and Edifice have been well received from the gaming community over at BGG, Armada has an 8.0 rating with 2,400 ratings, and Edifice has a 7.7, but with fewer than 80 ratings. I expect it to go up as more people play it. As one of my favorite games, Seven Wonders continues to add to its legendary status in my collection. As long as Days of Wonder and Bowser continue to add more expansions, I will continue to buy them. I cannot recommend the base game enough. And each of the expansions is added to my love of this game. If you haven't already, I urge you to get the base game. Get Edifice. It is a simple add-on. It will introduce you to the game and the world that the expansions can unlock. As usual, you can reach out to me at eatlunchandboardgame at gmail.com, eatlunchandboardgame.com, podandbox.com slash eatlunchandboardgame, or find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash eatlunchandboardgame. 
And remember, board games build bridges. When you're gaming, why not be comfy? Go over to supportplayer.org. Click on the cards, pieces, and dice to get some merch. These t-shirts are some of the most comfortable I have ever worn. That's supportplayer.org, and there's a link on eatlunchandboardgame.com.